gosh, I, I forgot I even had that in my pack. Yeah, but that's the sport, man. I, if Joe flicked my ear, I'd probably kind of come in the forehead. We're back. Oh, wait. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Luke. Uh, what's up, everybody? We're back. We're back in the studio. Aaron, Dirty Dave, Colin. We're here to talk about uh, talk about the goat hunt. We've gotten some mixed reviews on our recent release of the film. What was the film called? Kings of the Mountain. Kings of the Mountain. Um, we've taken the film down temporarily and uh, looking at possible re-edits and just going to kind of go over some of the feedback that we've gotten and kind of some explanations that were left out from the story. Yeah, I, I was actually, um, uh, well, I've been gone way too long. I've been... West Texas, I probably call it my second home, but I, I hadn't actually watched the, you know, the video, which is bad on me. And I had gotten a couple messages um, about, hey, check this out. It's getting out of hand. And of course, initially me, I'm thinking, what did I say stupid on a podcast? How am I on rock slide again? Because <laughs> uh, generally when I'm posted on there, it's, I'm getting bashed some way. So initially I'm like, what did I do? I'm not even going to look, right? Fuck it. It's not, I'm me and I can't change that. And, <laughs> and then I see it says Kings of the Mountain. And I'm like, well, what the hell? You guys aren't generally in the heat of the fire like I am. So I'm like, what the hell? So I didn't look at much. I, I got the gist of it. So I, lo- I watched the film and I'm like, yeah, I, okay, I can understand this. And then you came down. I brought it up to you and you were like, man, I commented on it already. And then I think it went downhill after that. Um, and I, from my perspective, obviously, this is, this is our fault. We could have projected a better image of hunting and in a better way, I could have watched the video to chime in on my two cents, but, you know, trying to take a step back, and I've talked to a lot of people about this, um, where we fucked up, and you guys can comment on this, was we edited it like it was a bunch of guys around hunting camp that know how we feel or we act. Frank doesn't do a great job, neither do I, at showing emotion, and there wasn't a lot of context behind that. Obviously, these are my views. You guys can chime in after that, and even our, 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 you know, business partner or my business partner, um, boss, whatever, Chad, he watched it the first time and liked it. And then he read through that thread and he's like, yeah, we, we probably fucked up. Like I, I liked it because he knows you, he know you know what I mean? He knows, knows the party is involved and we just did. And, and I'm not mad at anyone or whatever. You don't really ever know what the outside perspective or outlook is going to be on something when you're the one that was there because you're looking at it from a different lens because you were on the side of the mountain. And we fucked up not doing a better job of maybe voiceovers, kind of talking about different things. But I don't, we, Frank, take over from there. That, that was what you and I had talked about. And I, I don't know what you're, and I didn't read yeah. all the whole thread because I can't handle that much negativity. So <laughs> go ahead. And plus I don't read good. Yeah. No. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, just to start, I think we'd maybe talk about the intentions of why we're, releasing films and I think uh probably all on the same page we're just wanting to share the experiences that that we have the opportunity of, of going on these hunts I feel like uh you know everyone here is kind of just your everyday guy you know we we do obviously get the opportunity to go on these cool hunts but we want to share the experience for people either that are looking to do these hunts someday in their life or they may never get the experience but um we we <clears throat> cherish the opportunity to, to be able to go on this. I don't know if that we'll be able to go on another goat hunt. Hopefully someday we will, but, um, or the caribou hunt. I think that, uh, we 
we're not trying to chase any type of fame or you know we just want to show um what we got the the opportunity to do and uh, that was the only intention that we have for our videos you know it's it obviously is is a, a helper for marketing but it's not like we're doing these crazy sales pitches when we're on these hunts or you know we're not like I kind of want to chime in on that because that, that is one thing that irritates me on some of the comments I did read. Um, we don't have sponsors on here. We don't, we don't get, Dave, you don't get anything out of editing that video other than your, your paycheck. Kafaru does not get, and I'm not just saying that shit. You can fucking ask anyone. We do not get any money. So the smart thing would be, as Frank, you just mentioned, would be pimp the living shit out of Kafaru, which we don't do. We just do it because we were regular guys into a that have stepped into a very unique position. And so some of those things where it was for fame and money kind of irritated me because I get where people are coming from, but we we don't get any money out of these videos. They cost us money. I mean, I got to pay David. Obviously, you help us out on a ton of other stuff. But it, when you guys head out is your first outlook to say, okay, we really have to pimp out X, Y, and Z product and uh, things like that. No, you're just out there to to show the adventure. So, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that's basically what I was getting at. Um, just the intention. You know, we're like you said, we're we're sharing the adventure. We want to, um, and we want to show what we get the chance to do. I mean, not. I don't. I don't care about being famous or insta fame or any of that stuff. You know, we definitely have some a pretty good following. But I think that, as far as I'm concerned, that was the intention is just sharing the experience with everybody and people that you know. If you don't like it, you don't have to watch the film, but. I think that's <clears throat> that was for starters what I wanted to talk about. I don't know what you guys think about it. Well, <clears throat> I uh, went. I'm a little bit more of a glutton for punishment, so I went through. I read <laughs> every comment on that rock slide forum, uh, and I, while I 100% agree with what Aaron and Frank were saying, I, I also found myself going through and agreeing with a lot of what the the folks were saying out there. And a lot of people were being really respectful, you know, just saying. I like Kafaru. I expected a lot more for him, from them. And uh, I think that uh, one thing I definitely wanted people to understand is that when we make these films, we're not necessarily making them for just like a layman. They're not meat eater episodes. We're expecting you guys to have a little bit of hunting acumen. And so I guess the biggest thing I took away from it is why would you expect that they did not go through and look for this goat? Why do you think, I guess that just because we didn't show it in a film that we were making for entertainment purposes, why did you think that we skipped this whole part of the process? I don't know where that came from, I guess. Well, it's the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, I, yeah, to, to Colin's point, um, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to start off with the intention part, but yeah, I think, and I take full responsibility, we didn't, I didn't do a good job of telling the story um, and having a recap right after that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, no doubt we 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 looked at all the routes to try to get to that goat. It was surrounded by cliffs from the bottom to the top to the sides. There, there's no safe way to get to the goat without somebody probably dying. Um, but we didn't show it, so people didn't didn't understand why that happened. And uh, I mean, in Colorado, you can't even hunt goats on the weekends because it is a bit of a uh, clusterfuck clusterfuck or gruesome. it can be quite gruesome and that it showed when you know the, the goat tomahawked down the hill and that's pretty common um and i my thing is i i, I want to i don't want to hide anything i want it to be as real as possible there's so many films out there or videos or hunting tv shows that 
hide the reality. I'd like it to be as realistic as possible. But <clears throat> we were talking about this before. Uh, people want to see, they say they want to see that, but when they see it, they don't like it. Um, and cancel culture's very strong in every, every aspect of life right now. And I think um, I, we got a little taste of that. Yeah, I think it's a learning experience. I mean, I'm not, I said, I, I take a lot of responsibility for this as well because I've, I've been bashed a lot for different choices I've made over the last, you know, 15 years or whatever. Um, sometimes um, you've spent six, seven days on the mountain and, and I'm prepared to listen to the second or read through the second rock slide thread about this podcast because they'll say <laughs> we're justifying and things like that. And I, I get that. It's, it's the internet, but. Um, the thing that's hard to convey in a film, and David, you can chime in on this. If I have a client or I have a buddy or whatever, and, and uh, um, you take six, seven days every day getting after it at eleven to 13,000 feet, let's say for mule deer, and you've got storms and you've got everything you're dealing with, and you finally make that amazing stock and you make a shot at 18 yards and in, in, in the, the, let's say the arrow goes through the liver and a lung you're probably still going to be happy even though that is not the best shot known to man, perfect for everyone on earth, God and, and the devil and, and, and rock slide. But you, you're, it's going to die. You're probably going to, I'm going to grab Frank if you made the shot and say, good job, buddy, good job, you did it. You, you finally did it, man. That's awesome. Great stock. That doesn't mean I'm happy we hit it in the liver and a lung and it's going to take a little bit longer to die. I'm not taking anything away from the animal or, or how much we value those but as a as a viewer, sometimes you have to think about too. Like, we just got our ass kicked for six or seven days. We're allowed to be a little bit happy, even if. And I'm not saying you should celebrate a gut shot or or celebrate a liver shot. But what I, I guess I'm saying is, I'm going to grab a guy, put my arm around him, and say, "Did you did it? We'll get that buck. We'll we'll find it." Are we also going to say, "Man, that sucks. We didn't put it." Of course, all that to me is implied, and I've had to get a better job of explaining it that. While we didn't make the shot we were hoping for, it still died relatively quickly. Um, shit happens. You really want to work on your shooting. Assess what went wrong. You know, when I say shit happens, it sucks that we have to talk about this, and I know that comment there will end up on a forum. But shit does happen. And anybody that says it doesn't mm. is living in kind of a world that isn't reality. And, and so... When I hug David when he made the shot or Frank or I, or I give a high five like, dude, you put a good arrow into it. It's a little far back, but you got liver and lung. That's a reality that you have to face. You know, you got punch one, that happens. And of course, you're going to respect the animal. Of course, you're going to do everything you can to find the animal. And, and when people say, like on the goat hunt, knowing you guys that you didn't do your best, I get we fucked up on the... We could have done a better job of B-roll and uh, or not B-roll, a voiceover or whatever. But did you really want to make those climbs every day to not put your best effort into finding that goat? And that's where when people aren't there, you have to do a better job of explaining it because I know what you guys were going through. So it's not like you'd be like, oh, my hunt's over. I'm going to head back down to the boat. <laughs> you guys were getting your ass kicked there, and it was a rough hunt. And, 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 it, and, and maybe we think it should be implied that they did that, but... We fucked that up, and it's a le lesson learned. And I've definitely made that mistake before. Yeah, I think uh, also uh, <coughs> one thing that we can include if we do decide to go through with the re-edit is uh, just the circumstances of how it all went down. So this hunt was, what was it, late? Uh, 
Early November or something like that? Early, October. Early, oh. early October. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Aaron and I did this hunt a couple years ago with a different outfitter, and it was, I think, early, it was late August, early September. So, um, you know, going into the hunt, I knew that there was going to be some weather, but um, just so happened that it had snowed uh, that week. So this outfitter, and this is no one's fault, um, it's just the circumstances of the weather. This outfitter, generally what he does is he has some landing strips further up on top of the mountain peaks uh and that's where he sets well not on the peaks but up, up higher and you're not landing on the beach he'll he has camps that he normally sets there well those were not an option so he only had one spot to place us and it was on the beach there um there was another camp um further down the beach but it was up higher hunters up there they'd already killed goats and those goats moved on to the opposite side of the range which was in it was not accessible um, either to land there or even hike to it. It was, it was some gnarly terrain. So, um, basically he told us when we got there, we have one spot to, to put you guys and, uh, the guide and the packer, um, were already there. They had a client before us. He physically wasn't able to even, um, basically leave camp. You know, they walked up the river a little ways, but he wasn't even able to climb. So those guys had already scouted out the area. Uh, the outfitter had already flown his areas and they didn't have another place to put us. So just to set that circumstance, we didn't have very many options because there were people that were like, oh, it's so easy to get close to goats. And I agree. I mean, we've, I've helped Aaron and friends on goat hunts and we've hunted archery. I killed a goat with uh, archery equipment a couple years ago. And yes, you can, you can get close to goats. But you guys were hiking Cir- like 2,000 vertical feet, Circum- right? Yeah, circumstantially, sure, you can get close to- vertical miles. <laughs> you, you can get close to any animal, really. But uh, this wasn't, it wasn't, set up for close range stuff it wasn't an archery hunt aaron was originally supposed to go and he couldn't make it and you were going to take your tra- shit man i was going to take a, a revolver <laughs> because i you know I, had, I always wanted to hunt an animal with a revolver because i knew you can get close to goats and circumstantially yes they are easy to get close to but in this instance we had two sets of goats the first day we went up uh, a nasty rock slide basically coincidentally um it was it was very it was super steep the goats were right at the top they could see us coming the whole way they weren't overly weary but they weren't going to let us get closer in the film uh marcel asked how close can you guys get we said you know probably about five six hundred yards and we'll talk about our shooting abilities after this but um on that first day uh there were there was an opportunity at two goats at one time so we were trying that's what took so long on that we could probably add some voiceover work there but um you can hear marcel and and Brady talking back and forth, like, are you on him? No, I'm not on him. Okay, I am on him. No, I'm not on him. We were trying to get like a two for one type deal. So the go I was on, he, you know, he, he went away and I couldn't get a shot. So Brady took some shots at the go and hit high. Well, uh, to Brady's credit, he shoots probably way more than any of us do. He definitely practices all the time. He reloads and there are people on there saying, oh, you guys should learn how to shoot this and that. Like what this, range was he at right there? Uh, it was like 500 yards, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. So for him, you know, I mean, a, a, like a middle of the road shot. For him, yeah. a shot he can make. Let me, well, just, let me just dive in here because um, everyone listening in is what they're going to say is if that was the case, why didn't he hit it? Frank, why don't you touch on that? Well, I, I've, I've <laughs> talked, so I talked to a few friends that do a lot of long range shooting, really experienced guys. Uh, I don't need to bring up their names, but guys that I would consider personally, I would consider them to be experts. And their feedback was, you know, the... At those extreme angles, um, probably one of the most important things is your rear support behind your buttstock. When you're shooting like that, you know, you get the recoil of the rifle and it's going to 
kicked the stock down and that was what happened mm-hmm. um and let's talk because about brady that was like well i'm hitting high this is a chip shot for the guy the guy shoots all the time and he's a really good shooter um and then you know you we get all the, all this uh criticism that you guys should learn how to shoot or yeah why didn't you hit it if you learn learn the dope of your rifle like dude come on uh, it's it's the internet <laughs> right and, and uh yeah and again like one of the th- i don't want to dive down this rabbit hole too much i would say probably one of the more requested things we get at times is why am i not on video you guys have actually given me shit about it this is why i'm not on fucking video yeah, um yeah the thing that that i have found with this um uh, we have to, as much as KafaruCast is open and we say more or less whatever we want, that's a lie because I don't want to deal with reading about <laughs> myself on forums more than I already do. And so then I have to cater to what is going to be going on. My, that time I am in the field is my fucking place of peace. It's the only time I don't have someone bugging me. Not that you're bugging me, David. <laughs> but I will have to cater or, or curb who I am as a person because of the camera, because things getting taken out of context, the shooting. Okay, Brady should have hit it if he was a capable shooter, maybe. Or that was a circumstance. He lives in fucking South Dakota. Probably hasn't taken that steep of an angle shot, so should he have taken the shot? Should he not have? He's never taken a shot that far. Should he have known to put a rest on? That's a lot of variables, right? And it is very easy from the cheap seats to cast a stone out. Well, I can tell you right now, it's not all peaches and cream with a fucking stick bow in your hand and shit happens. <laughs> and so while I'm capable out to 40 yards on my at-home course and, uh, and, and have proven I can shoot well enough, <clears throat> I hop over a hill and take a shot at 17 yards and hit it high. By default, I haven't done technically anything wrong because it was at 17 yards. Should be able to hit that. Stretch that to 30. Even though I'm capable and maybe the situation at that time, a 30-yard shot or a 28 was more applicable than a 17 because of the animal's behavior and all the things you take into this. But by default, now we're at 30 yards or 28. That could be deemed unethical in air quotes uh, by some, even though that shot may be more ethical than the 17-yard shot. How the fuck do you explain that in voiceover mm-hmm. of the demeanor of the animal? And, and sometimes I think it should be implied. And as I say all this, we should have done a better job on this film. It does not reflect how we feel about hunting and animals or the, the hard work we put into shooting and things like that. But I don't want to be on film for that number one reason, because I don't want to listen about myself because of a shot I took that I felt was okay at the time. Um, when there's anonymity on a website, mm-hmm. right? People know where I fucking live. They know my place of business. They know my name, my wife. They know all my friends. You can hop on a forum and have total anonymity and you can say whatever you want. You could be some big fat piece of shit that's never shot an animal in their life, or you could be the greatest hunter in the world. And you just don't know. And when you're in the field a lot, things are going to happen. Goats specifically. Frank, my goat in 2016, as you know, shot on the best flat ground, came out of the cliffs. We purposefully let it come out of the cliffs to shoot it, right? Well, these were all conscientious decisions we made. How far did that fucking goat fall, Frank? Probably a couple hundred feet. A couple thousand. Yeah. A couple thousand it, feet. It fell for five minutes. Damn. Tomahawk quite a bit. 
bad. And that's <laughs> standard for goat hunting. That's why you can't hunt them in Colorado on the weekends because <laughs> yeah. hikers, hikers see that they and they don't understand. I was with uh, Roger Oler. We made the decision to shoot it on the platform it was at. I pinwheeled it, I, a 12 ring. I would have been better, and I will get bashed for this, to gut shoot it because it would have ran somewhere it wouldn't have fallen off a cliff. Since I shot it how I did and pinwheeled it, and I'm not saying gut shoot mountain goats for Christ's sake, uh, for people listening in, it's, uh, I'm trying to do this to prove a point. Since I pinwheeled it, it made it 120 yards off of the flat bench it was on and rolled for 2,000 feet. It rolled to the fucking horses. It literally rolled 150 yards where the horses were, and it took us two hours to climb that. Could I get bashed for that? I don't know, because it's not going to be on video, because I don't want to deal with that shit. So <laughs> I made the decision to take the shot. It was a very conscious decision. It was in a great place when I hit it. Shit happens when you're, when you're goat hunting and hunting in general. And so as we're, as we're talking about this, we could have done a better job to add context. We added it. Anytime I typed about that goat, talked about it, I, I had made sure people understood. The reason why both eyeballs are popped out and its butts holes blown out the back is it fell off a cliff, and that happens when you're goat hunting. When you took the shot on yours, did you know it was going to fall that far? Or did you make a conscious decision thinking, okay, we should be good from where it's at? I thought, I thought it was going to drop right there and roll on the right side of the hill, but we didn't, we didn't know. the. So this is going to be a highly debated topic, but we didn't know the left side of the ridge. Either side of the ridge was going to be bad or good, yeah. basically. But I felt... You know, on the second shot, you know, I drilled it, and it, I felt like a good shot. But um, just back to the shooting part real quick, uh, we could have edited that out. Could have edited mm-hmm. the, the missed shots out, but like I said in the beginning, we wanted to show the reality. Nobody's perfect, man. I don't care who you are. It'd be the best shot in the world. You may miss a shot here and there. Yeah. Um, so I don't want the, the editing to reflect that we're some sort of heroes. I wanted the editing to reflect who we really are and how we mm-hmm. really act. More context, uh, yeah, basically. So, yeah, we missed the context. And we were talking about this a little bit. Um, people had criticized the shooting. Well, I, I guess maybe on the film next time we have to show ourselves practicing before the hunt. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I talked to a few friends about this, but it's like if he, if he didn't post it on the gram, it didn't happen. It's kind of like working <laughs> out or some shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, think, they think we just, you know, we went out there and then, you know, there were people saying, Oh, just because you have these nice rifles, you think you can shoot far. Well, it's not like we don't practice, man. I have uh, a membership to a local range here in town, and then we go out and we go, we shoot outdoors all the time at extended ranges. So um, it's but, not but it's the, not a matter of not practicing. Uh, and then you know, okay, five hundred yards is too far, or six hundred yards is too far. Well, that's um, that's your own personal limits. It's not our mm-hmm. our personal limits. But the thing um, is, just if you, like if you showed practicing in the video. They'd be bitching about that too, like, oh, must be nice because yeah. you have ammo to practice yeah. with. Well, <clears throat> yeah, this can go round and round on the shooting thing, but I mean, we get we get hated on in the summertime when we shoot 100 yards with our compounds compound bows when we're practicing. Are we going to take that shot in in the, in the real world? Probably not, but good to know that you can do it under most circumstances. Well, I, I have taken that shot, which is one of the things where I have a different perspective. Um, of the edit, right? Like when I watched the video, it's great. Cinema. You did a great job. Great video. Didn't really think about it. You know, I had to put myself in a position of sitting in my truck on a dirt road between clients, popped it on. And I'm like, okay, be prepared for the worst here. Cause I'm like, this <laughs> was really bad, right? Obviously you guys really fucked up is how I, I'm like, all right, well, I watched it and I'm like, well, okay. 
I thought it was okay, you know, and I'm like, yes, we should have had more context. And then I thought, well, the reality is me knowing, you know, Frank and, and, and David and, and obviously Brady that they probably looked at this as, you know, we're being realistic. We're showing everything. We want to be honest. And you guys should have just put some more context in it. And if that video was shown to all your hunting buddies, there would have been no, no there would problem. have been an issue, you know, because your hunting buddies know you. I know. Frank, I can barely get you to talk, so I know you don't show a lot of emotion. So you're never going to see Frank high five, and you're never going to see him cry when he hits an animal. He's pretty even keel. And I think that probably hurt you on this, because if you would have put your head down in agony and shame. <laughs> but, I'll Frank, you don't me, man, ever... I was tore up on the inside, but <clears throat> let's get to the second day. So, <laughs> so second day, all right, for end of the first day, you know, the... Brady shoots, um, the goats move off over on the other side of the mountain. There's no way to get over there. Debatable if they'll come back. Possibly, maybe not. Also, I want to say one more thing. We knew that there was weather coming in the rest of the week, and I don't know what the hunt was, five days, seven days, but we knew that the next day, second day of the hunt, was going to be our best opportunity to get a goat. The, fu- the rest of the week, there were going to be storms, and we weren't even sure when we were going to be able to get out, so I will say that. So second day, you know, we go up, we glass to, we first went and glassed to where Brady shot, um, and the goats weren't there anymore. So between there and camp, there was, uh, a, where we ended up going super steep mountainside. And yeah, we sorry, can I cut in real quick? You that, guys were going like, I think it was about three and a half or four and a half miles to where you guys were going to actually glass for the goats up on the mountain. You'd be about a thousand yards from the goats and it was about 2,500 feet up from camp. Is that about right? Uh, I th- so the climb was between 20, around 2,500 feet from sea level. I don't know how far we were up, up, up river, but, um, so, I mean, you're going zero to 2,500. Most people, I just don't think a whole lot of people have that in context. That's a fair bit of climbing to be doing well, every day. And I mean, it wasn't like it was gradual. It was, it was super steep and that's to be expected. I, the, the physical part I knew was going to happen. I talked to Dave about it the whole time before. I'm like, dude, just get ready. This is going to suck. And then afterwards, you're going to be like, damn it. Afterwards, you'll be like, damn, that's awesome. I, maybe I'll go. I want to go back someday. Maybe not. Um, so, I mean, we, we experienced that on our first trip, um, archery hunting. You know, we landed at the, at, the, <clears throat> at the beach and hiked up, and we ended up camping up high. This time, we didn't camp up high. We had to go from camp on the beach. <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, we went and glassed to where Brady had shot from, from the river goats were gone between there and camp there was that other mountainside and there were goats up there stupid steep uh and the route that we took was up a creek and then ended up being kind of like a small waterfall and kind of followed that until we got on the ridge um the guide said it uh basically said you know we can go up here we'll at least have an opportunity or we can go back to camp and can't shoot anything which i agree with super dangerous probably the most it's probably one of the dumbest. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate too much on the guide or the. Uh, uh, the guide was awesome. The outfitter. I can't blame him. This was the only opportunity we had. We had no other choice but to go up there. Wasn't. It was crazy steep. I'm not exaggerating. Well, the, when you the were camera never messaging me how bad it was, I know what I have been through with you. So I was like, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go on this fucking hunt. So sorry. Go ahead. And uh, <laughs> I have to say too, like part of the reason we didn't tell the full story, I couldn't get up there. I had, I had cracked ribs and I had to stop about two thirds from the top and I just, I couldn't go anymore because I'm literally on all fours pulling roots 
to pull myself up this waterfall face. That's what you should have filmed. Yeah. Well, and we sat there for a second. Uh, you know, Marcel went up a little bit further just to find a route, and we all sat there for a second. He yelled down to us. He's like, hey, can you guys keep coming? And talked about it, and Dave's like, I, I can't go. My back is fucked up. His ribs hardly walk, and I was surprised he made it that far. And uh, Braden and I were like, well, I mean, the, we don't have a choice. We go back to camp and not kill anything or have the opportunity or at least go try to make it up here. So we went up crazy steep. That's the only place the goats were. So the people saying goats are easy to get to, get close to, sure, under the right circumstances, I 100% agree. We didn't have that option. So we had to go to where the goats were, and that's what we talked about. If you want to kill a goat, you got to go where the goats are. And this mm-hmm. was the only, these were the only goats that we had the opportunity to go to. Climb up this stupid steep hill, uh, debatably probably not the best idea just because of safety concerns. So it was already... It was already steep. It was already dangerous, which goat hunting is in, in general. And uh, we found the goat that I shot at and killed. Um, and it was up, <clears throat> laying on one side of a, of a ridge, uh, ridge spine. Got to, to take the shot. It was, it was like 180 yards. It wasn't far. I felt like it was a chip shot. I felt super confident with the shot. It was steep. The video doesn't do it justice, man. It looks like I'm shooting almost flat, but that thing was crazy. I was like standing up when I was shooting, leaning for context of how steep it was mm. um no, still no excuse i mean i was fucking disgusted i missed it missed the shot you know it's not like i was happy missed the first shot went over it the goat stood up shot it right in the shoulder um it went to the other side of the ridge and it started making its way back and it literally just died mid-walk <laughs> rolled went down the hill um uh from there marcel made a little hand gesture like oh that shit's gone jokingly so he we didn't, there's no context behind this. We were joking the whole time, and especially for those those hunts that you're grinding out and they suck. It's, in my opinion, it's always good to keep a, a lighthearted levity. Yeah, yeah <laughs> keep it fun, keep everybody happy, keep the morale high. If you're just sitting there, um, you know, complaining about how bad it sucks, that brings everybody's mm-hmm. morale down, and then it just makes it not not fun. So, jokingly, he makes hand wave. We all thought we were going to be able to get to the go. You know, we made it this far up the hill. Um, it was very steep and dangerous. We, we thought, I mean, if we can make it here, we could probably make it anywhere to get the goat. My goat dies. Brady sets up. He shoots his goat. I think once or twice he kills it. It rolls down quite a ways. At this point, we're only filming with their two cell phones and I had the GoPro in my head. So Brady kills his, um, and, uh, we put away our phones, put away the, the GoPro, get back to our packs take care of Brady's goat, go back to where we got on the ridge. And then we started looking for routes to get to my goat. Um, it was just all snow covered cliff and rock. Decided this fucking sucks bad. Uh, but it's not worth losing the guide or, you know, any of the hunters or the packer lives over a goat over. Yeah. I mean, I was tore up on the inside, but, uh, you know, I kept that in mind. Like uh, no one wants to be in camp with someone that's over here crying or sad but uh and Aaron's right I don't show a ton of emotion or maybe I should have spoken about that on the film but yeah no one wants to lose an animal man I don't go hunting with the intention of killing something for for no reason it was it was devastating it sucked um it's just a lesson learned as far as context in the video like I don't again I take responsibility for this too because I you know I should have watched the video and I I I have full confidence in you guys so I didn't, I didn't look at it I, I've been fucking around too much with my own stuff but 
knowing how everybody at this table is, is, is a person, individuals and their feelings. We, we took that for granted, or you guys did, thinking that people would understand or by default know that you put the effort in to go find it. I didn't know you were second hind titty halfway up the hill and couldn't <laughs> film it, right? So, I mean, again, it's a lesson learned for what we put out. We fucked up. That's not the way we, we want to show hunting in a positive light um, because of the, the context behind it. We should have added more context. And I, I've been criticized before on films for, for laughing or giggling or something. I can't remember all shit. But I brought this point up to somebody. Um, we were telling my, an outad story, my first outad I shot, and I had to I tracked that thing for debatable between everyone, 7 to 11 miles. And when I was telling the story, we were laughing about it, um, looking like a Yeti running across the ridge line, And, you know, I got, I got a lot of emails, not a lot. I probably got 10, 15 emails of guys. Um, Basically, say I'm a horrible person, whatever. And I said, man, I, I guess the best context I could put this in, you know, Jeremy Troxel, um, one of my best friends, my apprentice, um, when I was doing construction, um, he got testicular cancer, right? Nothing funny about it. Um, he called me and, you know, in tears, he's like, man, if, if I die, are you going to take care of my kids? We, you know, and I'm like, of course, dude, I'll, I'll treat him like my own. The moment he went through chemo and testicular cancer was gone, we made him a custom pack and made him embroidery that said Uniballer. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh about that every day. That does not mean I thought it was funny when one of my best friends was about to die. That doesn't mean that I laughed while that was going on. But he managed to pop out another fucking kid with one nut and has a pack that says Uniballer. I make jokes about that frequently. <laughs> that doesn't mean the situation at hand was funny at the time, but later on, Yes, I felt horrible for the animal when I was tracking it. I wished I'd made a better shot. But fast forward three weeks when we did the podcast, there was some funny where they were laughing about me pulling off mittens and jackets trying to make a shot because it was like six degrees with 40-mile-an-hour winds when we were tracking this thing snowing. So we're not, I wasn't trying to make fun of the situation that happened three to four weeks earlier. It's just after all that happened, you've grieved, you're mad, you're sad, whatever bullshit, all the different things that happen when you're hunting. When we told the story, we laughed some. I would assume that people would understand that, that same, you know, like my butt with Jeremy. Yeah, I didn't think it was funny. My best friend had testicular cancer and I might need to raise his kids. The fact he popped another one out and, and uh, is the kind of way he is, most people would probably say I'm a sadistic asshole for doing that. Well, he doesn't, they don't know Jeremy because Jeremy's done some horrible shit to me. And so we have a, like most guys, very dynamic and unique relationship of making fun of each other. The same thing with the hunt. I know that there are times where I have said things or done things that were taken out of context. And that is why I'm scared to death to get on video anymore because it's not worth it to me. And uh, we don't make any money off of it. And so I like that people want to live through us vicariously, but. I'm not getting on fucking video for the exact, this exact reason. Everything yeah. is twisted to how one, some person wants to see it. If I took a 57-yard shot, um, you know, follow-up shot, or let's 87 follow-up shot on an animal, or had a client do it because he already had an arrow in it, and I said, man, you hit it in the ass, good job, take another shot. I don't mean that's a fucking perfect shot at 87 yards, but it will potentially kill the animal faster after initial bad shot and shit happened. If you were filming that, David, would you think twice about it at the time that that was a bad thing? Not at all. Mm -mm. Well, speaking of 87 yards, Luke, Luke shot his, his ram 
on this hunt we were just on in Texas at 87 yards, freaking 12 ringed it, pinwheeled it. He immediately got hate from people online saying you should have never taken that shot. And we, we give Luke shit all the time about sucking at shooting, but when it comes down to the moment when, say, you know, he's, he's on a hunt or we're in a competition or something, that dude, that dude turns it on and he can shoot. Um, you know, he may not be like a world-class shot, but he, sm- he took a he, – he had practice at longer range. He had his, his sight tape dialed. He had all everything – all the conditions were perfect, and he took the shot. Smoked his animal. So, I mean, that comes back to the moral high ground of, of the Internet, you know, putting someone else's limitations on – Your own limitations yeah, on, on someone, someone else, else yeah. basically. But um, I, I don't think this will ever be a – this probably won't change anything. No, no, <laughs> no, it won't. Even this uh, podcast, we'll just have another rock slide thread bashing us yeah. for justifying it. I don't think we're... Well, I, you and I talked about it, you and I did, yeah. and you and I did. This isn't a justification of what we, we're accepting fault. And, and Frank, like you said, uh, higher angle shooting, you know, di- di- different conversation. My, my point to, to this was, is yes, we should have had more context in it to describe it. The other portion of this is, though, is, is um, when you're heading out into the uh, field, and, and I guess like you taking the shot at your goat, why on earth would you shoot it to lose your tag to not get it? That doesn't make sense to me. No. Why would anyone think that? that? Was, like, that's never any intention of anyone hunting. Y- no. Yeah, and so I, I saw a few comments screenshot of you guys didn't care about the animal. I know you people, so I know that's not true, but no one, no matter how much money they have, which Frank doesn't have very much money, this was a Kafaru paid kind of a hunt deal, but that doesn't change away the fact, how is it going to sound when Frank comes back and says, hey, I shot one and it's in the cliff, so we really didn't get anything out of this hunt. When I say get anything out of it, the video footage, obviously. Well, of course, you're not going to shoot an animal knowing it's going to die in the cliffs. I mean, you don't get to keep hunting. Like right. in Alaska, well, in Colorado you keep hunting, but in Alaska you don't get to keep hunting. Like you're, you're done. So why on earth would you do that on purpose when, when you know, when you, you don't get to keep hunting? It, it, those are the things that I was kind of looking at, like, wait a minute, like, you guys are grasping a little bit here. Like, even if you didn't know Frank, no one's going to do that. So. Yeah, and I should also bring up the comment that I made under Kafarucast, thinking it was my own personal page, uh, commenting and said, uh, you know, if you haven't lost a goat, you haven't hunted goats, basically. And I, I said it a little too matter-of-factly. Um, basically. Yeah, uh, there's a high percentage of loss with with goat hunting, especially just just due to the habitat that they're in, the cliffs and things like that. You shoot one, it's it's bound to at some point fall into an area you can't access. Yeah, and I I wouldn't disagree with that, and and I get where people took it uh, in the context that they wanted to, but the the bottom line, if you're hunting goats, you need to be really prepared to not shoot one, mm-hmm. um, or not find one eventually. And I've been lucky enough to be on a, a lot of of goat hunts, like. 40 or, yeah, 40 or 50 maybe, um, you know, several of my own and then obviously other people's. And have we found all the goats that we've shot? No, we haven't been able to get to every one of them. Um, you know, Clay Lancaster and Bart said it best. There's like, there's certain goats you hunt and there's certain goats you don't hunt. Then there's those goats in the middle. And when you choose to go after those goats in the middle, you may lose that goat. And so what I'm saying is if they're on a flat bench feeding, you're probably in pretty good shape, right? Or, you know, it's in a rolling hill area or whatever, but the goats that you may not go after, um, you're never going to have to worry about not finding them because you're not going after them. 
the ones you choose to go after, there's a higher percentage that you're not going to be able to get to them. If you're a person that's going to choose to do that, you need to make sure and know that you're probably not going to, you may not get to shoot a goat. And in your guys' case, you probably wouldn't have shot either of those because there was a chance you wouldn't have found them. I guess it just, it's a, it's a person, there's a, a lot of personal, people are putting their ethics on somebody else's personality. There are some people who would go into the woods and if there's not a 100% success rate on them shooting it and recovering it, they're not going to make the shot. That's fine. That's not me. I'm going to have some chance and some risk in my hunting. I, it's just the, my personal ethics. I don't think Frank or Brady did anything unethical. It's not like they were running down the mountain tossing tomahawks at the goats. Like You guys did your practice. You are very diligent hunters. You made the shot you wanted to make, and it didn't turn out exactly the way you wanted. That goat went two steps the other direction. We would have a goat mounted out here. You know, that's a, it's just a totally, it's well, up to you. Let's twist it a little bit because um, I want people to actually take something from this other yeah. than us, you know, saying we needed to have voiceover. Um, take the cliffs out of it. You're in like a Midwestern state, Kansas, Nebraska. A lot of those states, when an animal crosses the land, or some of them, you can't go get that animal if the landowner doesn't let you do it. Okay, so how far would you say a double lung whitetail can go on a dead run? <laughs> I've seen, well, Mile? I, I pinned well a, a, a whitetail in Alabama with that thing ran, what did it run 200 220 yards? 220-some yards. And that was one we found with the holes in it. And yeah. so I would say 125 yards on a double lung uh, or heart hit animal isn't out of the question, even, even pushing that, I mean, depending. So does that mean if you're within, let's say one gets a little extra juice in it, if you're within 200 yards of a fence, you not take the shot? Because there is a chance you may not get that animal. It's a great question. Because I lost yeah. an antelope this year from this. Um, yeah. And it sucked. I was with Danny Ferris. We, we took the shot. Where I hit it, I hit uh, stomach, kind of liver, lung. Animal ran over, and we wanted to do the right thing. We could have very easily left that fucker to die a horrible death, but we wanted to kill it quicker. Snuck in on it, got another arrow in it, ran 35 yards, 50 yards, jumped a fence. Couldn't get a hold of the landowner till the next day. We never found all the parts and pieces of that, and uh, um, coyotes ate it. Mm. So then there's the debacle. Should I have broken the law? That's the right thing to do if you're looking at this from a perspective of some of the comments I've read. 100%. Should I have broke the law? I know for a fact one of the game wardens out east would write me a ticket doing what I feel is the moral and ethical correct thing. And I, for anybody listening in, I have broken the fucking law. I will not let an animal go to waste because of a stupid law. And if game wardens want to follow me around, I get it. I... I I understand that, but I, I'm not poaching per se. I will do everything in my power, and I have to be a lot more careful now, obviously. But if an animal, and I have shot it ethically and legally, and it jumps a fence, and it's 35 yards on the other side, and I've done everything I can to get a hold of the landowner and everything else, maybe not now as much as years past, um, I'm going to do some hood rat shit. I'm not going to let that fucking animal go to waste. Yeah. I'm not. Well, the thing is, you won't only get a ticket. They'll also take the animal. Yeah. Then you're just fucked all, all around. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to be sneaky. That sounds horrible. I'm sure I'll get back. <laughs> no, but that's for a that. great point. That's a great point. So if you can't, um, you know, if you're not going to on a goat hunt, take a shot unless it's perfect. Okay. Then there's a lot of whitetail hunters that should not be taking a shot 
or the chance that the neighboring property won't let you on, mm-hmm. or you're going to break the law to get it. It's a very dynamic conversation because, of course, you don't want to break the law, right? But then there's the moral portion of it of, I know that animal's going to get eaten by coyotes. And then there's the portion of it, if I was a landowner, would I be pissed off if somebody was jumping? I don't give a shit. It's a deer. There's a ton of them. And believe me, I've heard landowners say that because um, they're cattle ranchers normally. I Let it die. Don't get on my property. But then as a moral or ethical portion of like for me, and Frank, you can, I hate seeing good meat go bad because of, um, you know, a fence line. Then I've had people come back, well, you took a 47-yard shot. You shouldn't have. And it's like, well, yeah, but I pinwheeled it. Um, and shit happens at 15 to 20 yards. So you can go and argue about this all day, but my, my point is you're going to go goat hunting. You do need to be very cognizant that you may not take a shot, not because you didn't put the effort in, not because the animals weren't there, but because of where they live. Mm-hmm. And if you have 1% chance of not finding that goat, you want 100% chance you're not going to be shooting at a lot of goats yeah. or you need to find the right terrain to hunt them in. Where we killed mine in Colorado that wasn't exactly hairy, but go up that. I mean, it was hairy where we shot it, but let's say that thing ran uphill. There's a chance we wouldn't have found it because the cliffs above that, we couldn't, well, with rappel to it maybe, yeah. but um, yeah, a, a lot of different things to, to look at. But I, I, Frank, I don't know if you want to summarize anything up on my end. I just think we needed more context in it to let people know where we were coming <clears throat> from. Yeah, just bad storytelling. We're definitely sorry about that. I don't know. I mean, I'm not making excuses or anything like that. I don't think, uh, I don't think we hunt any differently when we're on or off camera. So, you know, people said, Oh, they must've had some pressure to do. I don't, I don't, I try yeah, to you be, guys had a ton of pressure. I didn't even watch the fucking <laughs> I try, video. Yeah. I try to be as realistic as possible. I don't want to, you know, I don't think I ever bullshit on here. Or, you know, when we're on camera, I don't act any differently. I've, I want it to be real. Um, you know, if we decide to keep making films, I want them to stay real. We'll yep. show we'll show the good with the quote unquote bad, because I think a lot of films, you know, these days it's just all nothing about hero, hero what? shots and hero this, hero that. I just we want to be realistic at least. You know, I want I want the stuff that we put out, whether it be podcasts or video or or tips or anything. I want it to be relatable to guys like me. If I didn't have the opportunity to work here, I'd, you know, work in construction or something. You know, everyday guy, something that they can relate to. Um, so. You know, if I miss a shot, yeah, sure. I'll, it's a lot of shots. I've probably missed more shots in my life than I've uh, killed animals, but I want, it, I want it to be relatable. So, Well, that's something that, going back to what Aaron said, like a, a good takeaway from all this is if we just edited the film to make us look like heroes and we were just blasting goats off the mountain and high-fiving, that wouldn't teach anybody anything. And, and you hopefully, did a po- if that's what you were trying to do, you did a poor job because you filmed <laughs> misses. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so if we, uh, it, 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 hopefully people learn from this, like you said, white tail hunter goes out to hunt a goat. Maybe you, you learn from our mistakes and that's the best thing that people can get from this. Yeah. And I don't, um, you know, the internet's the, the internet, right? I mean, I didn't say anything to you, Frank, other than what's going on. And I was like, yeah, no, I get it. And you know, I looked at it from both sides of the fence, right? I was looking at it from watching it, and, and uh, obviously the, 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 on, on our end, doing a better job per, um, putting our best foot forward and showing you know, how much we love the outdoors, the adventure, how much we do care about the animals, doing a better job of, job of that, and, and maybe talking about what went wrong and how 
we could have done things a little bit differently. And and again, as I say all that, I'm 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 a bit of a hypocrite because I'm not getting on fucking film. I'm not. <laughs> Do um, you know what? One thing that was funny that I read, one of the comments that actually made me laugh was, uh, um, you guys didn't stand by your guide when the grizzly came in. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I saw that. I laughed too. Fucking Dave was zoomed in on the camera. We were all out there with our guns and shit. You know, <laughs> it's like. Uh, just the perspective I guess you get from the film and it, it's right it comes out of the storytelling but you think we were really hiding in the tent when the grizzly came in <laughs> yeah. Yeah. come on dude <laughs> it's just it's the it's the internet and and, and I, I mean I'm more used to it now to where I don't really get too riled up about about anything um I guess I, Joe Rogan says don't read the comments the thing that got me though is it, if it was uh purely against uh myself or Dave or something we can take it but it was a representation in the end of of the company, which, you know, I, no, I, 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 lesson learned. I don't, um, I don't, I, Colin, you and I talked about it for a while. Cause I got, I got back, I called you when I was driving back. Um, just cause we were talking about, do we, do we kill it? Do we, you know, mm-hmm. do we pull? And I, 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 on, on my end, I'm like, you guys do what you want to do. If we, if we repost it, um, we want to make sure and have some context voiceover to it. Yeah. Um, no matter what you're going to get, you're going to get some flack or whatever. And I, you know, I'm, I'm used to that, but hypothetically, you know, and these are the things and I brought it up earlier. The one thing bad about the internet is people fabricate what actually happened on video. Obviously the other bad thing that happens is when you don't fabricate it, you can, um, let's say we did voiceover on all that. There's still gonna be somebody that's going to bash or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, me knowing that, which is, I'll say for the seventh or eighth time is why I will not fucking get on video. Cause it takes away my place of peace and what I love to do and knowing whether I shoot at seven yards, 72, seven mile an hour wind or 70 mile an hour wind. I may say something I may nick a branch. Something may happen that is going to get blown out of proportion. I may look back and say, well, dude, you hit it in the liver, but we'll find it. Every guide in the world is going to say the same thing. You hit it in the liver, we're going to find it. What are you supposed to say? You're a fucking idiot and you can't shoot for shit, you fucking horrible, horrible person. (laughs) Give me your bow. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, again, shit happens, and so things that can be taken out of context, which, Frank, you've heard me when I'm I'm calling shots out. uh, Front leg, hit it low, broken leg, not going to die, another round. Put another round in it. Fuck, you hit it in the stomach. Shit. That happens, right? That's not anything we ever want to put out on video. But what I'm saying is if the first shot the guy took was 175 yards and he missed it or he nicked a leg, you got, or, or, or let's say he didn't nick the leg in the case of, let's say, an owl dead, they, they can move like a motherfucker with three legs straight uphill. Um, all right, fire again. Yo, you're two feet low. Shoot again, shoot again, higher, higher. Well, if you filmed all of that, it does not put a great outlook on hunting, of course, and you don't want to put that out. But that shit happens, and people need to understand that. And, and, and when, you're, when, you're, when you're guiding or you're hunting or helping a buddy, how many times you've been a guy, and it's at 43 yards, and you can see he's shaking, right? You scoot 20 yards closer, you take the shot. How many guys are going to say, no, I'm shaking too much. I'm not going to shoot at that 180-inch mule deer. Putting that on film, no matter how you do it, is going to be looked upon badly. And anybody that commented on that or anything I would highly suggest kind of looking in the mirror and thinking about how many different hunting situations you've been in. If they were on film, how would the outlook be? So I'm not saying we get a free pass on this at all. We should have done a better job 
uh, representing the company as well as the outdoors. But you should probably also look in the mirror occasionally, and I've talked to guys about this, like, um, you know, you shouldn't be shooting 30 yards with a stick bow. And I'm like, yeah, well, the guy you just hunted with told me you wounded six animals, brother. <laughs> I hit mine at 30, right? Okay, so it, again, it's a hugely debatable. If my skill set or someone else's skill set is, is better with a rifle at 500 yards, okay, well, I should probably stick to, two, to 250. Well, if a guy really sucks and he's at 75 yards and he still can't hit it, the guy shooting at 500, technically, if it's John Pinch or Ryan Avery, let's say, the guy at 500 yards is actually quite a bit more ethical technically maybe than the guy at 250. Let's say the guy at 250 just mounted his scope up and headed out the door. Again, you have to look at all those things, I think, before sometimes that you, you comment. And this isn't about our film, just in general. I've looked at things at times on the internet and been like, what the hell are they doing? And I've thought, oh, yeah, that happened to me in 09. I better shut the fuck up. Shit happens. Yeah, I mean, again, things happen when you're hunting and you just want to do the best you can when you head out there. And I know how much effort Frank puts into shooting and fitness and everything else. You just did a piss poor job of, of voiceover and, you know, that context. So anyway, I shut up before I dig myself in a deeper hole. You guys got anything to add? How's your rib healing up? I'm still getting residu- residual <laughs> pain every now and then if I lay on it funny. Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. It's an amazing story, by the way, how you injured that. <laughs> that wasn't in the film Let's not talk about that. that <laughs> well, no. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, let's forget about that one. I heard it battling a bear with a guide. Good. Hand-to-hand, uh, hand-to-hand combat. Actually, all those bears came to camp when I would go and poop, so I don't know. Weird. Don't, no nope. one was holding my hand when I was going to poop. I mean, come on, guys. Jeez. I would have held your hand, Dave. Uh, I guess the final word I want to say is, like, I hope we still continue to make films. Um, uh, we love the, the feedback. Uh, we're going to make mistakes in the future, so uh, just be kind. Yeah, yeah. Do, do your best. I, I would say, too, um, it may not be a bad idea, and I, I would encourage, um, you know, when people see anything from anyone, including us, um, you know, maybe give us the chance to, 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 like, if something happened, it would have been cool for somebody to, and I appreciate the guys that did message me on Instagram, you know, shoot Frank an email or, or, or any of us an email and say, hey, I, I'm not taking this maybe the way you guys wanted, where we get a chance that we don't, we don't want that to reflect hunting in a bad way. We can yank it down, re-edit it, get some voiceover, you know, like we're going to do on this one, um, rather than maybe just jump the gun, like... Um, Little rough reading about you guys hiding when the you know you didn't stand by your guide with the, the charge. Um, I you know that was a little bit weird. Um, you yeah. know some of the other things that I had had read. Um, you know about not caring about going to find the goat. That was our fault, right? We should have done a better job. But it probably wouldn't be a horrible idea for somebody to email Frank and say, "Hey, dude, what actually happened when you went after you know to, to, you know what whatever?" Like the last thing I'm going to do. I've already tried to kill you twice. Once on a goat hunt. Mm. <laughs> and the other one is about to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the goat hunt that we went on, um, archery, I'm not going to go into great detail, but we shot between, what, 22 and 40 yards that day. Um, 42, no, 44 yards and 22 yards, I think. Maybe that last show. A friend of ours. friend of ours, yep. yep. Um, when you're looking at things like this and, and – Reach a hand, reach a, you know, reach out to someone and ask them what happened. Reach out to someone because that may be something that kind of pops us awake and be like, oh shit, we probably should have done a little bit better 
with context and um, knowing how much Frank effort Frank puts into helping others, how much he puts into fitness and things like that. You know, if we did, a, and you said a lot of the comments were respectful. Um, <laughs> some of them I know weren't because I got them screenshot to me. Um, <laughs> you know, give, the, give your fellow hunter the benefit of the doubt to make yeah. it right. You know, we, we obviously, with everything we do, we donate a ton of money into the outdoors, anti-predator hunting movements, helping others, tech tips. We don't get paid for those. And, and again, that's not a pass, but occasionally giving us the benefit of the doubt to make it right wouldn't, wouldn't be a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Or, or other people as well. Yeah. Um, you know, any time, you know, we're all in this together, so we, and we all want to do our best job of, of putting our best foot forward for the outdoor industry. And I've been putting in a lot of work trying to tell the story a lot better with, you know, just filming. So I'm trying to film a lot more. Um, Pictures don't talk, Dave. That's yeah, why I'm yeah. a photographer. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it's hard. If, if oh, anyone has yeah, tried to film, like, you know, I'm trying to run around with not just one camera, but multiple cameras and sometimes trying to get a camera to film the shooter and the, the animal with a long lens. So it, it, it's not easy, but um, I could definitely do a, a lot better job telling the story and making sure that every aspect is covered. Lesson learned. I, I, I take this as a good thing overall. Um, we know what we want to do in the future. I know I don't want to be on video. Um, and, <laughs> you know, anytime this happens again, we're, more of us are going to look at the video and confirm we like it and, and it's a good product and go from there. And um, I don't think Frank's going to run to the range and practice more because you practice a ton already. So things like that or you kind of just sweep them into a dustpan and kind of dig through it and then shoo out the shit that makes no sense, like hiding behind the guide or whatever it was with the, the bear stuff. The other <laughs> shit, there's validity to it. You learn from it and you move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not going to lie, I did want to go hide in the tent. <laughs> you know, when the bear charged me and Gritty, I wasn't worried at all because it was going to eat the guide. Uh, he was the one yelling. It didn't, I was beside him, but I'm like. I was like, you're faster than Gritty? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm definitely faster <laughs> than Gritty. Um, I'm definitely faster than the guide, too. Now, long distance. Gritty'd get me short little burst. I'm probably okay, but it really didn't matter because it was going to eat the guide first, so we were good. <laughs> but when that bear came in, at about 20 yards, you can hear my shutter on the video, and I'm probably from me to the wall from the guide. And there was a tree by me. I did start to duck by the tree when I got to 14. I'm like, mm, climb this tree like a son of a Well, bitch. you didn't have a gun then. We all had we all yeah. had guns. I mean, Dave had his camera. He handed me his Glock. Brady was getting his rifle, and uh, mm-hmm. um, Ty was getting his pistol in the chest it's we and we were all kind of like flanked out a little yeah. bit so it was like if the bear did happen to charge at least it wouldn't kill us all yeah um so it, i mean like frank why'd you know. kick grady in the hamstring <laughs> <laughs> grady. Yeah. oh shit yeah so i don't know man uh, yeah well yeah like again you know feel free to email frank myself colin dave whatever if you guys have feedback or questions again be gentle, uh, you know, give us the benefit of the doubt to make things right. We do apologize. That that wasn't the way we wanted that to be portrayed. Um, but we also don't want to lie with what happens. So um, uh, I'm Aaron at Kafaru.net. If anybody wants to get a hold of me, uh, I answer my emails about once a month. Uh, <laughs> that's not that bad. Um, and, and again, I, I do appreciate the support, the guys that reached out to me that are, you know, we're defending Kafaru. We're saying, hey, look at this because they knew Frank and they knew it wasn't a good portrayal or, or it was, it was not how Frank is as a person or Brady. All right, buddy, be safe. Don't shoot goats and cliffs. Work on long range shooting. Um, I don't know what other smart ass comment I can make. Have a good day.